Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello and welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly show about video games i stumble over that every i've said that intro like a hundred <laughs> times by this point it doesn't matter the show's about video games and sometimes whatever else we want i'm ben and with me here today is brandon the world's number one mario fan brandon uh are you excited for the upcoming release of the mario movie actually yeah yeah a, me too actually a little bit it yeah. actually looks really cool um everyone loves to hate on it yeah Everyone loves to hate Chris Pratt. I like the man myself. Maybe I love not, Chris Pratt. Maybe not personally. I mean, I don't know him personally. I enjoy his works. Yes. And uh, the animation is undoubtedly gorgeous. Yeah. Um, now, I'm glad you said un- undoubtedly. Uh, I can't even say it. I was about to rip on people who say it undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. Don't say undoubtedly. There's no second D in that word. Un- undoubtedly? They say it's correct to say undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. Undubitably? Indubitably exquisitely no 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 that's not a word yeah uh dave is also here with us dave will you be coming Speak, from, speaking of exquisite right speaking right. of exquisite exquisite will you be coming from toronto to the pittsburgh region to watch the mario movie in theaters with us i'm offended you even needed to ask then so that's a yes that's 100 percent. yeah we're doing it you're gonna come here in april yeah HP, HP April picnic uh, at the don't, movies. Don't make me hard, Dave. <laughs> I don't know if my heart can take this. <laughs> Marshmallows and ginger ale are on me, so I got that. Well, last uh, time you came to visit, you brought a case of Bush beer. Hey, I, didn't br- I didn't bring that. We oh. bought, Phil took us to the store, the, the fucking shadiest, like, uh, 24-hour beer convenience store that he could bring us to. Sure. Um, and Phil was like, oh, this is the one where they won't card you because we all we had was like passports and Canadian ID. Right. So you're like, they're, you know, we don't want to go somewhere where they're going to give us a hard time because, you know, it's 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 a smaller town. So sure. if they see an ID, they don't recognize and it's get out of here, you hoodlum. So, right. Who yeah, did you that, go with? Uh, oh. Phil took Who? Duncan and I over to. Uh, yeah, oh, he, yeah. That, he's that, the that, dead, that, guy. Oh, dead guy. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, Phil. Phil. Yeah. Uh, long long forgotten yeah we miss yeah. you phil poor phil one i'll ever hear you say that i know he doesn't care about us anymore i'm i'm putting it in the ether though people who have only started and i know there are new people listening to this show in the last month even they don't know who phil <laughs> like is. I, I i see the numbers and they're like why do they talk about this phil guy all the time it, it's kind of like in deep rock where they're like for carl and we're always talking about phil and people are like oh it must be a joke like the carl thing in deep rock dude phil is a part of the lore though now that's true 
if I'm he's sorry, on dude. if he's on the show again, just know that he's not actually there, but like uh Brandon has like gone back and picked out audio snippets from like old old episodes <laughs> and just like spent hours piecing yeah. them together. Because he can do that. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, he's good at that stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. absolutely. Okay. My many years of soundboard making have <laughs> finally paid off. <laughs> you guys did you guys ever use soundboards? Oh yeah. I I always wanted them to be used for a greater purpose than they actually ever were. Like I wanted to have a conversation with somebody with them. Yeah. But it never quite works out. Never works out. I remember when I think it was the 360, the early 360 days, I had a soundboard and I would play like stupid sounds over voice chat. But the crazy part was I'd have to like have my controller in my hands. And since I like I wasn't sitting in a computer or anything, I would have to grab my laptop, <laughs> which was next to like next to my chair where I sat. And I had the soundboard loaded up on it. And so I'd like be talking and moving and then somebody would say something I'd want to respond. So I'd grab my laptop, hold it next to my headset microphone <laughs> and hit the play button as fast as I could on the soundboard of Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Yeah. And uh, it, it, the, the timing was never quite right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're ready to put in a good quip and it's like you hear the shuffling, the ruffling of papers trying to grab your laptop. And then like five whole seconds later of pregnant pause, you're just like, Bruh. yeah. <laughs> much like all right man yeah. all right that uh that worked dave did you ever have any trolling moments in your youth or your adulthood for that matter no no i don't think so i mean maybe i did something and people thought i was trolling them but um no i i, I don't think so i'm, That's a shame. I'm yeah. pretty i'm on the straight and narrow you were the one who got trolled then. yeah i i'm pretty gullible so yeah. yeah i can be trolled pretty easily you're like i i'm actually playing with arnold schwarzenegger mom <laughs> look listen. i can re- you know what you've just sort of awoken something because i Excuse i can me. specifically remember as a kid like people like trying to convince me of something and like i'd be getting really worked up trying to be like no 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 and they'd be like dude i'm fucking with you and like i'd be so mad so yeah, I, I'm very prone to being trolled. So nice. have at it. Well, if you want to troll us even harder, the, the best thing you could do to troll us would be to go and sign up for our Patreon. Uh, it's over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. It's a dollar a month. I mean, you can pay more if you want to, but really the, the value, the ad free early access is at the dollar level. We appreciate it. Uh, appreciate all of you who already support us. And you don't have to do that to listen to the show, but it sure does help. Helps us pay for the website hosting fees and all the other stuff. Also, we have a Discord. You don't have to pay anything to be in that except for a little piece of your soul uh, to be part of the Discord. And uh, you can do that over at handsomephantom.com slash Discord. Join the community over there chatting with us. We appreciate it. And uh, we'd love to have you. I can't guarantee that we won't mock you or that someone won't mock you. I, I won't mock you probably. probably, unless probably. I, you know, Unless you've been around a while. But it's a fun time. And we talk about video games and Subway sandwiches and uh, (laughs) don't don't remind me. Don't remind. Yeah. The Subway sandwiches are not great. Ever since Jared, you know, that it's just, you know, went downhill. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of the catalyst. Is he still in prison? I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. But I I mean, Lord willing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. He just loved holding up those pants. He loved the he pants. He loved holding up those pants. He, he loved kids. He loved holding up the pants and he loved taking pants off of children. Which one do you think he loved more? Oh my god. <laughs> um he only went to jail for one of those things. 
Oh God, you're right. He probably he never he liked the kids more. To my knowledge, he never took his pants off in public. But to, to your knowledge, the cord would know. The cord. The court. The court. Yeah, dude. They may not. Not everything that happens in your life goes to court. Have you ever taken off your pants in public? That's a scary thought. Ah, uh, I'm sure I have. How about this one, Brandon? One I know the answer to. Have you what? ever urinated in public? Absolutely. Have you ever gone to court for it? No. Therefore, logic would dictate that Jared <laughs> took off his pants in public. Well, now I am going to go to court for this. <laughs> and it's going to be your fault, motherfucker. Well, I'm What's the statute gonna... of limitations for, for public indecency? <laughs> Let me check. <laughs> Let's talk about video games. This is a little bit of an old story, but because we talk about Ubisoft so often on the show, uh, and Dave brought it up to me, uh, it's still a good thing to talk about, I suppose. VGC Video Game Chronicle reports that Ubisoft has canceled three unannounced games and delayed Skull and Bones. Yes, again, for I think the sixth or seventh time now. Announcing the news on Wednesday, the company said it's facing a major challenges as the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and long-lasting titles that can reach players across the globe across platforms and business models ubisoft said it has spent the last four years attempting to adapt its biggest brands assassin's creed far cry ghost recon rainbow six and the division to these converging trends however the games from this investment phase have yet to be released while our recent launches have not performed as well as expected the company said software sales over the key holiday season have been markedly and surprisingly slower than expected, with Mario and Rabbid, Sparks of Hope, and Just Dance 2023 among the games to have failed to meet expectations. Here's the here's the fun one. Skull and Bones, which follows following a series of previous delays and was most recently scheduled to be released this March, will now arrive early in Ubisoft's next fiscal year, which runs from April until March of 2024. Ubisoft claimed the additional time has already paid off and brought impressive improvements to its quality, which has been confirmed by recent playtests and expects players will be positively surprised by the evolution. Dave, I want to ask you, if a game has been in development for like the majority of your life and it's supposed to come out in a couple weeks and then they say, OK, we need a little more time sometime within the next 14 to 16 months. Does that inspire confidence in you? no. No, and really nothing about Skull and Bones, unfortunately, has inspired any confidence. But, I mean, there is, maybe there is a little sort of thread we can pull from this to to maybe inspire a little confidence, which is that, um, you know, if, if what you just said there at the end was true, that, you know, the quality is there and Ubisoft is allowing the dev team to to push it back one more time, then I'm sure Ubisoft as publishers, um, you know, kind of trust what what is coming, because um, you know if they were just trying to cut bait with it and just saying just get it out, we're sick of dealing with this, then I, I feel like they wouldn't allow them to sort of delay it again. So I don't know, maybe there is something there. I feel like the masses are just sick of talking about this game anyway. So yeah. I really can't see it being any sort of success. But who knows? Maybe it will still actually be an okay game. It's really interesting to me, Brandon, that they mentioned that they can't keep up with all these mega franchises Mm -hmm. and they have Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Assassin's Creed is a mega franchise. Now, I know they're probably talking about Call of Duty and Apex and like those kind of games, but I don't know. What what do you think? Ubisoft seems to be hurting. Their their stock price keeps dipping. Uh, Yves Guimont, the uh, the CEO or whatever he is, president came out and like told them after they canceled all these games told the employees he needed more work from them um like yeah, what's like, going on over there man it's looking bad um 
I would say it would be a good idea to just pay the Portuguese government and just be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one part of me says that just give them a big lump sum, end it all. But what I'm thinking is that there's not too many irons in the fire right now. Yeah. And so maybe if there was something big happening, like if we were talking about Assassin's Creed right now, I would believe that they would have just shit this out. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I believe that Skull and Bones, if there was something else interesting going on, I think they would have just bitten the bullet, to be honest with you, on this game. But because there's nothing else going on, all the other titles are suffering. Right. I mean, I think they're kind of at a point where they're like, we can't really afford to have more bad press. So I guess, you know, (laughs) delaying a game that is inevitably delayed is bad press. But at this point, it's kind of like, status quo for this, for this title specifically anyway. So I don't know. I can kind of see it both ways. I want it to be good. You know, I obviously always want games to be good unless there is like uh, something weird going on behind the scenes that makes me sure. completely despise the team or something, which really isn't happening. Yeah, I was going to say, name an example of that. I mean, I had some ill, ill feelings towards uh, Blizzard for a while. But True. Yeah. Anyway, um, for many reasons. Yeah. Um, but no, I want it to be good, but part of me just wishes this game would go away. I want it to come out so I could stop hearing its name. The only reason we are hearing its name is because it's not coming out. Exactly. Yeah. So. so, and and for them to say the people that are playtesting it are feeling positive about it, are we hearing any of that's like like internal playtesting? Because that that means nothing. Literally nothing until it's in the hands of people, like normal people, reviewers, websites i'm not gonna really believe that uh yeah i just don't believe it i guess and you know the screenshots can look as good as they want but if the game is empty and meaningless yeah um then it doesn't really matter so yeah and sorry for the sneeze i was gonna mute myself but i realized that we're technically on the same track so that would be impossible (laughs) yeah that's all right i do Uh, i do sorry go ahead ben i was gonna ask a question about Assassin's Creed, but I, I want to hear your question first. Yeah, no, I kind of want to speak on the Ubisoft thing as a whole because I do wonder how much this has to do with... Um, I suspect Ubisoft had to make a substantial upfront investment to obtain the rights or the license or whatever to make a game for both Avatar and this, this Star Wars game. Um, last year was an uncharacteristically light year for Ubisoft. We had... Rainbow Six Extraction, which, you know, I, I really don't think they could have yeah. lost a lot of money on that game because that, let's be honest, that was a game that was made out of DLC. Yeah. Um, Dude, that was, it was a huge flop, though. I yeah. mean, people like astronomical flop, yeah. to be honest with you. But And then, you know, you had Just Dance, which is it's a <laughs> successful franchise, but it literally comes out every year. But that's got to be an expensive game because those music tracks that you have to put in the game cost a lot of money. And then Mario is Mario. So I don't know if the original plan was to have Assassin's Creed Mirage come out this year. That would have really changed things. But um, I was okay with this news just because um, I want to see more of what I love from Ubisoft, which is the Divisions, the Assassin's Creed, um, Splinter Cell, which is coming. Um, And it looks like these canceled games weren't like... Like, it's not like Splinter Cell Remake is being canceled. It's like the original sort of um, new IP stuff that, you know, probably isn't going to come to fruition. 
Um, which, you know, in a way that sucks, but at the same time, if they're really going to focus on that, plus, you know, the avatar game and the star Wars game, then, um, sometimes kind of focusing in a little bit more is a good thing. And, um, yeah, I, for me personally, this was, this was promising news. Uh, skull and bones is what it is. Um, but just as a whole, I think this is kind of good. They've already said that Assassin's Creed is going to be diversified in a way that, you know, we're not going to get three more games that are like Valhalla and Odyssey and Origins, but, you know, we're going to have different experiences. So I like that approach and I, I'm, I'm okay with what they're doing here. As far as what Eve Gilmaz said about, you know, this is on the workers to really turn this around in a way like that makes sense, but you know, you can kind of frame that and phrase it in a way that makes it more like a look and sound more like a team effort rather than just putting all the onus on the people who make the least amount in your company. So uh, yeah, but otherwise this, this isn't as alarming to me as, as I think it, uh, it could be. Yeah. And honestly, I forgot about the fucking avatar game altogether. Yeah. Now I'm sure they paid a, a boatload for licensing, but um, as it stands, the Poos and Boots movie has a higher tomato score than Avatar. So yeah. maybe I'm excited for the Poos and Boots game. It is good. The, the movie. I I'm watched he- it. I'm hearing great things. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm hearing great things. I mean, it's still Puss and Boots, but it's well, for, sure. being, for sure. being a Shrek franchise movie. Pretty good. Dude. Pretty dang good. Can't wait. I'm excited for Assassin's Creed Mirage. And I'm hoping if they do what they say they're going to do with it and it sells well. Now, here's the thing. It will sell well because it's Assassin's Creed and it will satisfy people who like Assassin's Creed now and it will satisfy people like me who used to like Assassin's Creed, but when they deviated, you know, whatever. I'm hoping that it will bring people back in and that will encourage them to do more games like that. But when they keep putting out the same kinds of games, I mean, they had Far, was Far Cry 6 last year? It was 2020. It was yeah. late 2021. Yeah, that was two okay. years ago. Well, yeah, yeah. Remember they released... it did well though. Is what I was getting at. Far Cry Six did well. I think so. The game that had a game of the year that didn't get nominated for the game of the year. Yes, that game. Okay. Yeah. I oh, I have a hate boner for that game. Anyway, go I ahead. knew you I'm, hated it. I'm sorry. I don't hate it. It's just so. It did well. A lot of people like it. What I, I was getting at was it did well for them, but it was bloated. Yeah. It, it could have done better, I think. And this is all speculation on my part. I. Obviously, Valhalla did insane numbers, and it's gigantic. But I'm just hoping that Assassin's Creed Mirage does what they say it's going to do and saves the company. And I don't care if it saves the company for the sake of the company. I care about it because I want more companies to make games (laughs) that have money. You know, Um, I just think they need to lay off about. I don't want anybody to lose their job, but twenty thousand employees to turn out the same game every year is too many. Yeah, for sure. Okay, moving on. I got to find it here. Rumor, rumor time. Now this, we've seen some things that say this may not be true, but it's the news, so we're going to say it. Video Game Chronicle reports that the leaked Suicide Squad, a leaked Suicide Squad image appears to confirm a battle pass and more. The image, which originated on the 4chan forum, that's how you always know things are quality (laughs) if they're on 4chan first has been verified by a VGC source, is understood to originate from a recent test build, and shows various menus planned for the Rocksteady co-op game. The battle pass and multiple currencies shown in the image have inspired debate on social media about how extensive the live service elements will be for the title. However, a development source told VGC that while a battle pass is planned for the game, it will be focused on cosmetic items such as skins. 
In addition, the various currencies shown at the top of the leaked image are understood to be XP, used to power up and customize the skill trees of each anti-hero, effectively making them unique to the player. You don't need to start off debuffed and weak, VGC was told. You just start off great and can get ridiculous, like Arkham Knight's Batman. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, the next game from the creator of the Batman Arkham series, is built as a genre-bending action-adventure shooter set in an open-world metropolis. Playable solo, or with up to four players in online co-op. Dave, I think we've talked about being excited for this game. At least I've talked about it. And it seems like we don't know for sure if this screenshot is legit. Uh, based on some other stuff we saw today from what I understand. But we do have a spokesperson saying that a battle pass is planned for the game. We've talked about battle passes a lot, but I want to hear your thoughts on a battle pass in basically, you know, a, a successor to the Arkham trilogy or c- series. Yeah, I mean, when this first sort of came out yesterday, I saw quite a bit of people just instantly turning their back on a game that, um, I assume they were originally uh, somewhat intrigued by. You know, it's Rocksteady. It's still in the DC universe. Um, so, I, and that kind of, it. I, I wouldn't say it surprised me, but I, I do feel differently just because um, of all the games that I've played that were launched with some sort of games as a service, battle pass, um, in-app revenue sort of element, um I've I've paid the entry fee, so I paid the you know my money to play the game, and I felt completely fulfilled by the base game, by the vanilla experience. Um, so I'm okay with this as long as Justice League has uh, a robust um, sort of base game. And Suicide Squad. sorry, what did I say? You said Justice League. Justice League. Justice. Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. Yeah, kill the Justice League. As long as it has a robust and lucrative sort of feeling, like if I pay full price for that game on day one, um, and I feel like I've got my money's worth, which for me is like, you know, a a memorable campaign experience, twenty to forty hours, something like that, then that's okay. Um, And and you know, I have really fond memories of games like destiny and the division and um other games like that where you know you can pay for the vanilla experience and then if you want to do more it's there for you and i felt sort of the need to sometimes go back and and kind of revisit some of the new stuff like three or four or six months after i've sort of finished it on pawn release so i don't know if if suicide squad is going to be like that but i mean this is okay um Again, as long as that base game experience is is robust and and I don't feel like I'm missing out on a lot because I don't want to pay more for that stuff, then to me that's okay. The other thing about this is um, there's two sort of contemporaries that you can look at here. One is Avengers, um, and the other is Gotham Knights. Um, a lot of people have speculated that Gotham Knights started out life as a game very much like um avengers where it was a games as a service there was a lot of paid elements a lot of grinding and stuff like that and then they saw the reaction to avengers and sort of about faced and took all that stuff out and it just doesn't feel right because of that and then on the other side you have avengers where like that game was built from the ground up and you know it was received the way it was um and then you bring in a game like guardians of the galaxy where it's day one this is completely narrative driven uh, you play through the story and you're done. You can go back and collect, get collectibles and stuff. And, you know, that game is very highly regarded, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
But of the three, like which made the most money? It's Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know we hate Avengers and everybody loves well, to hate I don't know on if it. it made the most money. Uh, I, you know, it I know brought in the most revenue, but I think they still lost money on it technically, but right, I get your right. point. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. From a revenue generating standpoint, yes. which is what publishers and people who, who fund games look at, that's where the money comes from. I don't think gamers are particularly good at voting with their wallets, unfortunately. So as much as people are up in arms over, you know, this sort of sneaky inclusion of a battle pass in a game that we assumed wouldn't have it. Um, at the end of the day, people are going to buy this game. They're probably going to spend a lot of money on the cosmetics and stuff because uh, publishers know that we're going to do it. So, I mean, vote with your wallet. It's I, I'm still it's it, you know, I, I'm not turned off by this is, is just to kind of sum it up. It's this is OK for me as long as there's enough there on day one. Brandon, we've talked a lot about battle passes in the past, and I know that we're fans of them, at least when they're done well and they're given, you know, it's just cosmetics and stuff like that. But here's the thing I want to ask you as someone who played a lot of Avengers Mm -hmm. and also forced me to buy it for $60. (laughs) um, (laughs) One of the biggest complaints you and many others had, myself included, about Avengers was that the battle passes were hero specific. Mm -hmm. And if this article, the screenshot is to be believed, it sounds like that may be the case that the, you'll have a battle pass for each character mm-hmm. and it'll be specific to that character. You played more Avengers than I did. Did that ever turn out to be worthwhile? Like a good thing. The game wasn't good enough to propel me True. to kind of <laughs> delve into that. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest differentiator uh, between what you're saying about the Avengers in this game is that there's only four characters. True. That's the, I mean, that's the biggest part. And it, obviously, if there's many, many levels, it can equal the same amount of levels, too. But I think Dave brought up a good point, um, you know, and this is completely reactionary as far as I'm concerned. Everybody up in arms about, oh, my God, I had no idea this. Like, games have this now. Right. That's the way games work. And I know we don't typically. Crash Team Racing had about Well, that's that. what I'm saying. Like, for God's <laughs> sakes, like, what did you think was going to happen? This is just the way games work now. And uh, if it is fake, it's a really good fake. I feel like it looks excellent. Like I would easily believe that the photo that's been going around is in game. In fact, I still kind of believe that. Yeah. Just because almost it's too good. You know, we've seen a lot of leaks over the years, but this seems likely. Just to reiterate, if I had seen anything that made me say, no, it's definitely fake, I probably wouldn't even talk about it. Right, but right. I'm just saying in, to cover our butts, essentially. Right, no, exactly. There has been some people doubting it's, yeah. you know. No, and there always is, but yeah. no, I'm going to double down. I think a lot of people are just reacting. Yeah. Um, everyone... People don't do that. We, yeah. and we even do this to an extent on the show, I mean, you know, you see something that might rub you the wrong way you're going to instantly be defensive. But something that we need to take into consideration when thinking about this sort of thing is, one, it's not a final product. We don't know if this is real. And Rocksteady has always made good games. So even even a game like Guardians, even a game like Guardians had some paid cosmetics. If If I'm remembering correctly, you could buy some suits. Maybe there wasn't very many, but I'm pretty sure there was at least one. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. I think you could get the pre-order stuff, but everything else was unlocked in game. If you didn't have the pre-order stuff for like the extra bonus, extra edition, you right. could like buy things, but that's still yeah. like on the same vein. So like, right. let's not sure. forget that like every single transaction in a video game 
is not necessarily bad. Right. Um, and once again, as Dave mentioned, uh, vote with your wallet. And if you don't want to play that, that's fine. And we'll know soon enough. It will be out the day after launch if the microtransactions are invasive. So if you're really questioning it and it's going to turn you, uh, you know, completely around on this game right away, just wait. But it's probably not. I mean, let's be honest. It's probably not. At, at least I would hope it wouldn't be. Right. So um, I, I think that there's been enough games that have put <laughs> intrusive microtransactions or like game changing microtransactions in their games long enough now that sure yeah companies still try and squeak stuff in like 2k yeah a, a, a big shyster you can but, unlock this year's graphics with right, the battle pass right. <laughs> there's a freaking state farm commercial literally in the campaign of the of the of the nba 2k um but no so i'm this has not changed anything for me in fact i'm actually kind of glad of this news because if the battle pass is good i'm interested yeah. Just plain and simple. I'm interested. I want to unlock cosmetic stuff. I want my character to look cool. Some people don't give a fuck about that sort of thing. I love it. I, I am, love it. Yeah, I'm I'm into battle passes for some to some extent. Where I'm not into battle passes is when the battle pass makes you grind for 700 years to unlock the first level or something. Right. That bothers me. I, I'm not saying it should be a freebie. Like they want you to spend your time and actually be invested the whole season so that you don't leave and then not come back for the next season to buy the battle pass. I get it. But come on. But if, I'm, like if I paid for this thing, I want to know that I'm going to get. Um, it's going to be attainable without spending my entire three month period of right. the season on it. Right. So, yeah. and who knows? It might just be one season and that's it. You know, like who even knows if this is going to continue? It might be like the game's launching. There's a battle pass. That's it. Well, this is also an old build, so they might not even yeah. have it anymore. I yeah, mean, that's I'm what sure, I'm saying. I'm, I'm sure they do since yeah. it means extra money. But, right, right. Yeah. It's but, all speculation, but this game looks too good. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen the world of this game, but, you know, between the history Rocksteady has of making quality games and the way the footage has come out of the combat of this game, I've talked about it. I'm not going to say it again, but it looks good. Yeah. And this doesn't change anything for me. I'm hoping it has enough of a robust single player aspect to it that even if the battle pass is bad, I don't care. I still want to play the game. But if it's going to be a live service, it needs to be a good battle pass. It almost has. Like, what else does it have? I assume you'll be able to group up with your team and go on missions. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly. But, you know, if it doesn't have a, a at least a passable story, the only draw would be to play co-op with your friends, which I guess is fine. But right. I don't know. I feel like it has to be. Unless you're Dave and you don't have any friends who will play games with you. Damn, dude. Hey, don't invite you to play Deep Rock Galactic. Damn, dude. Sorry, Dave. You guys literally changed platforms so you couldn't play with me. <laughs> or I couldn't play you with you. You told him? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, to be fair, Dave, I changed platforms in order to be able to play with you at all. My actual platform, the first time I ever played that game was on a PC. So Damn. You guys don't understand. Get wrecked. <laughs> just get good, Dave. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. 
After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay, Atomic Heart. A big uh, focus point of mine. I, I love the look of this game. This comes from Altchar, which I assume means like alternatecharacter.com. I don't know. Oh, that sounds right. Um, it, it's a site that apparently is very slow to load articles. <laughs> and I know that because I'm currently <laughs> waiting on it to load this article. It's not happening. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to switch to a browser. Dude, the Roll34 is strong with this game from what I hear on Twitter. Okay, so I just discovered that today. Oh, yeah. I went on well, to... I'd, oh, oh, I had no idea. No, no, no. My I, name is Japan. I had no idea. I was a what little bit... <laughs> Here's the thing. So I did a video about Atomic Heart. It's like everything... Oh, I'm you sure know. you watched a bunch of videos. I watched... A, I did watch a bunch of videos. But I put the, a character, like the, one of the robot ladies, yeah, on yeah. the thumbnail. And then today I opened up the subreddit. Mm-hmm. And there's all these not safe for work pictures. And I'm like, what's this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell are people doing? Like, mm-hmm. these are robots. If it was just attractive ladies, that's fine. Dude, They're listen, robots. That That is the rule. I understand. That That's it, literally the rule. Okay, but I wasn't on the rule the 34. 30, I wasn't well, on the 34. Hey, listen, there, the, the internet has some overflow, you know, yeah. whenever it's bursting at the seams. Highly anticipated <laughs> shooter, Atomic Heart. We're so running I'm just, 4K. I'm just doing some research on this. 4K, 60 FPS. Let's go. What? what? <laughs> I'm excited about what you're saying. Oh, okay. I didn't see this news. Highly anticipated shooter, Atomic Heart, will run at 4K, 60 FPS on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X consoles. Oh, yes. And I assume on PC as well. According to the developer Munfish, when asked on Twitter whether the game supports lower resolution with 60 FPS mode on consoles, Munfish replied that the resolution will actually be in be 4K in closed areas like dungeons and dynamic 4K in the open world. The frame rate will be a solid 60 FPS in all scenarios, regardless of the location, which is certainly great news for the owners of the current gen consoles. The players are also asked about ray tracing features on consoles, but the devs did not reply to those questions before we published this article. Additionally, Munfish did not specify if Xbox Series S will be capable of 4K 60 FPS. We presume 1440p 60 FPS without ray tracing is a more likely scenario, but that's yet to be confirmed. If we had to guess, and I don't want to really have to guess. Atomic Heart is confirmed to have ray trace reflections on PC, as well as NVIDIA's upscaling tech DLSS. Of course, PC players won't have to worry about frame rate limits, as they'll probably get an unlocked frame rate feature. It's launching on February 21st. Oh, I can't wait. Now, we've had developers come out and say this is going to be 4K60, and it's not. So I don't want to get too anticipatory about this. But I'm just really curious. This game looks like, especially when you've got all the robots chasing after you and stuff. Yeah. It looks like a frame rate killer. And I'm really curious to see if it actually can steadily perform 4K60. I hope so. Otherwise, I hope that they wouldn't have been so um, uh, ver- robust about their statement. Right. And say right. It would. But Brandon, you're a, a frame rate whore. Sure. No, I... Brandon, you were trying to run Deep Rock Galactic, one of the least <laughs> least uh, necessary games to have a high frame rate on in like 200 FPS the other day. Dude, listen, I can get a a almost rock solid... I maybe drop a single frame, 165, yeah. just constant every single second. Does your second. monitor even support 165? That's the highest it goes. Oh, okay. My attempt is to have almost every game I possibly can hit my monitor's refresh limit if possible. If possible. I tried Portal. It didn't really work out too well. Anyway, um, this is good news. This is good news. You, 
you're a little bit iffy about the devs coming out and saying this, but I don't know. I feel like this is a good sign. I'm just saying I never believe it until I see it. Right. Right. I would believe it on next gen consoles. And I'm glad they're at least coming out and saying that. And if it's from the dev team, I honestly would tend to believe them, I guess. Yeah. Especially because it's a new developer, maybe not completely new, but this is their first big hit, right? A lot of people are talking about this game. It was at the Game Awards. I haven't checked the views on YouTube for their combat trailers and stuff, but I know I've watched it like three or four times yeah. at this point. Um, so like there, the hype is there. I feel like it wouldn't make too much sense to kind of step on your own toes, um, you know, this close to launch. Right. But um, those are good specs. I like that. There's not a chance in hell it's going to run at 4K60 on last gen or uh, Series S. I guess Series S probably not. It'll probably be way better than last gen, though. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, but this is good news. Uh, now I just have to decide where I want to play it because yeah. both of those stats sound acceptable to me. I mean, sixty is like the rock bottom for me at this point. Right. I'm not willing to accept anything less than that. But unless it's an old, an, like an old old game when I was sure. playing God of War, <laughs> you know, right. when I was streaming it, I'm not going to expect sixty or even thirty at points. But. Right. Um, No, this is good. I'm glad that they're coming out. I think that not only would it be bad for them to come out and say this, but the fact that they are saying it beforehand and not waiting for us to find out also reinstills my confidence. So, um, yeah, I just I don't want to be burned. A, A very small part of me knows that when I get this excited and I don't get super excited about games, but that I've not been this eager to try a game in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I just hope a part of me always is ready to be disappointed, but I don't know. We'll see. Dave, does this kind of sway you a little bit? I know we watched some Atomic Heart stuff. I don't know. I know you're not like the frame rate guy, but 4K60, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, th- that for me uh, should kind of be the standard. I've kind of griped before about how... <clears throat> The, the thing I dislike the most about this current generation we're in is sort of like these trade-offs we have between resolution and frame rate and performance and fidelity and blah, blah, blah. I just want, I should, you know, if I have the latest console, I should have the best experience without having to pick one or the other. But yeah, right. I'm really not much of a frame rate whore as it was put <laughs> um, so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, the game looks great. Uh there's some really vibrant textures and features and, and art design that's going into this game. So I think it it's a game that could really benefit from some intricate ray tracing. And uh, I'm glad to see that it's, it's going to be a part of the game um, sort of at lunch. I'm it's coming to game pass. So I'm most likely going to be playing on series S. So none of this will matter to me, but uh, it's, it's the kind of game where, um, you know, if you don't necessarily have it running at top spec, you're still probably going to have a really, really good time. So, and I would uh, I'm imagine just, I, I'm just sorry. looking for that. That uh, it's, it's going to be any day now. We're going to get an announcement about a switch port. So oh, that's obviously where I want to play. But I would imagine that if they've got it running 4K60 on the X, that means better for the Series S. It won't be 4K60 probably, but if it was like, oh, it's only going to be 30 on the on the X, then the S would not have a prayer of getting 30 in my right. opinion. But right. and also right. like. I have this love hate and we could just touch on this real quick. I don't I don't want to go too deep into it, but after you know fucking around on the PC with some RTX stuff, yeah. I mean, as lovely as ray tracing is, 
in all aspects. I mean, every single aspect of ray tracing I love. The ambiance that can be brought to a game by the way light bounces off of things, by the way reflections cast. Next level. I mean, it takes games to a new level. But part of me really just wonders... Dave said he doesn't like choosing, and you know I tend to agree with that. I just want the best possible experience if I am playing on console. Why are we jumping so quick to put ray tracing on consoles when they are powerful? Don't yeah. get me wrong. And depending on the game would depend on how that would affect. But the PC has made me realize how much of a sync to your, to your rig of any sort, PS5, Xbox, otherwise, ray tracing truly can be on your system. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm always happy to see it as an option, but I would assume that if we get like heavy ray trace options in this sort of game, they would probably be 30. Yeah. That's just how it tends to go. Yeah. I mean, ray tracing is awesome, but you're right. It's, I have a pretty good PC and it kills my performance. Dude, there is no other setting that I found. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I haven't had my PC for that long, but seriously, there will in some games be three ray tracing settings and it eats so much of your shit that you can't have both reflections and lighting on. Yeah. I was seeing suggestions like do one or the other because, you know, <laughs> one's hard enough, let alone both. So yeah. <sighs> I'm excited, man. It's good shit. I want to melee some robots, dude. Let's do it. I was Good sorry. Thing. I was dying laughing when you guys started talking about this because I was I, I wanted to research this Atomic Heart stuff. Oh yeah, I'm uh, sure. And the first result I got from Google was uh, uh, an article titled "Atomic Hearts Robot Twins Are Sending Fans to Horny Jail." <laughs> that is the goddamn truth. Um, there was somebody in the LSM Discord today that posted. I guess it was. An, I'm, I'm assuming it was a meme. Maybe it wasn't. But uh, about the developers have confirmed there'll be a six-hour sex scene with the uh, the, the robot <laughs> lady. Bless. I uh, so I made the video. I put up. It's like everything you need to know, which it's not everything you need to know, but it's a lot of stuff. And I put it up today, but I finished it on like Thursday or Friday, and so it's just been sitting there waiting to post because I wanted to get in a, get in the cycle of posting something like every Tuesday. And uh, then today, a bunch of previews and stuff dropped. And I was like, damn it, like, all this new info. And then they <laughs> they came out with the 4K60 stuff. And I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, the the video is literally scheduled for 15 minutes from now. It's right. going live. <laughs> Fuck it. We're doing it. NPD numbers for 2022. December came out too, but I don't really care about one month when we've got the whole year to look at here. And not a lot of surprises, but a couple surprises. I'll go from one to 20, best to worst, best selling to worst selling of the top 20. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, Madden NFL 23, God of War Ragnarok, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, FIFA 23, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Horizon 2 Forbidden West. I didn't know the official name was Horizon 2. I don't don't know if it is. doesn't matter. I don't think it is either. MLB The Show 22, Mario Kart 8, Call of Duty Vanguard, Gran Turismo 7, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. NBA 2K23, Sonic Frontiers. What? At number 16, Sonic Frontiers. Gotham Knights, number 17. Minecraft, Nintendo Switch Sports, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Now, we could talk more about all this stuff, but here, here's a couple takeaways for me. One, yeah, Minecraft's on there. We know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be on there forever. Uh, Mario Kart 8 came out before Still. the Switch was released. <laughs> 
Dude, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate came out in 2018. They're still in the top 20 for the year. This just goes to show you, though. I mean, honestly, this goes to show it's the you kid money. Well, that and what good DLC could do. Yeah, that's you know, true too. and I've shit on Mario Kart's DLC before, but if the DLC wasn't there, I'm not saying it wouldn't still be there, but I'm saying it helps. That's all. Yeah. Does, that, other, does that other count, caveat? Does that count bundles? Uh, so from what I understand, it doesn't count them. No, it does not. Okay. So that's just the game. Correct. Interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, the what I wanted to say though was digital sales are not included for Xbox and Switch games. Why? They don't report them to the MPD. So like, you've got Smash, you've got Minecraft, which I guess they'd have some of those num- numbers from Sony and wherever else they sell it on physical PC. Physical Minecraft. Well, there is a physical version on Xbox yeah. and Switch. Huh. But uh, okay, so anyway, you've got Smash, uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, Kirby, Mario Kart Eight. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and Pokemon Legends Arceus, all of those, none of them are reporting digital. So they're all actually probably at the top. Wow. Because all the rest of them are You're reporting right, digital. You're right, though. I mean, especially the Pokemon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. Nintendo is so I was actually going to say, I was surprised FIFA was so low in a World Cup year. Um, well, FIFA only came out recently. Right. And it right. actually, for December, I think it knocked, um, well, let me double check here. I think FIFA knocked God of War out of its spot. I think okay. that's what I read earlier. Okay. Maybe that was January. I'm not sure. But that just that just tells you like how insanely popular Call of Duty is. Yeah. Considering it came out in November and it's number one, and there are some heavy, heavy hitters there with it. Elden Ring. Yeah. God dude, of War. Dude, all year Elden Ring. Yeah. Versus those Call of Duty number well. Here's the one that I thought was interesting was uh, Lego Star Wars. Obviously, we know Lego's huge and Star Wars is huge and they're huge together, of course. But it's just surprising to me that it ended up number five for the year. Yeah, that is great. And it was Didn't, it came out in like, I don't I know, see, wasn't April, that, May, somewhere in there. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Came out before Ghostwire, which I think was May. Is there any that we're surprised aren't on there? Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I just didn't know if you guys... No, I don't think so. I'm surprised by Sonic, too. I mean... Yeah, but it's Sonic. I know it's Sonic, but, like, did you see the game? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, A lot of people I'm, loved it. I'm sure it's fun, but I, I don't know. I'm just... I think I'm outside of that realm, and so I just don't... I don't get it. But yeah. the mo- it's, the fu- it's funny. The more... I, I'm not a Sonic guy, but the more I see it, the more I want to play it. You can... Uh, you can like run around and then coins will pop out of the earth. So I saw some dude outline a dick. And then when he was done, the coins popped out. It's kind of fun. Oh, you know what? Oh, I might be oh, interested. I might like Sonic. <laughs> After all, holy shit. I just, I'm a Sonic fan. Raven, you said something that. That's how it goes. I'm wondering about now. What? You said that just shows you what good DLC will do. What yeah. were you talking about? Mario Kart 8 DLC and Smash characters. But neither one of those are reported on this. Because they're, they're, I know. They don't report. I know. That's that's what blew my mind when you said that. I'm like, holy shit! People are still buying these games, and it's not because of the DLC. Well, on Nintendo, it means they're literally buying them this many physically, which and is, we know that the numbers for digital are just going up and insane, up. Insane, bro. Mario Kart Eight still, Smash still. And I'm glad. Yeah. Because all the shit I've talked about Switch, these are the best games. Sure. I mean, course. easily. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's crazy, dude. Indeed. Yeah. 
Boys, let's talk about what we've been playing. I'm going to go first because I have almost nothing to say. Uh, I've been playing games, but very, very little new. And uh been playing more Deep Rock. Just a wonderful game. Need to play it with Dave, but I refuse to switch to PlayStation. So get on your shit, Deep Rock, and make it make it happen for yeah, us. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and um, here's something that's interesting. I've been playing a lot of Solitaire. Classic? Classic and whatever spider i don't know whatever spider solitaire yeah it's like on it's on the computer sure it's not the comp- like the computer version but it's you know and i'm it's not like you know i'm not riveted by it but it's something i've been doing while i've been listening to a podcast or something like that and i feel like it's really good for my mind yeah i don't know why it's very calming i've been playing it and and try to try to go to sleep earlier and um finding out some new strategies for solitaire that I didn't even know existed and like finding out when it's better to move this and that and stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm just, and I'm talking like, you know, maybe half an hour a day or something like sure. at, at, at most. But uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing I've been playing is solitaire. It's the biggest new thing I've been playing. You're a fucking gamer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're so into card games right now, dude. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's true. I've been I've played a little bit less Marvel Snap this week, but I'm still loving it. Yeah, it's just that Solitaire kind of you know, oh, dude took the place. It's it's evergreen. Yeah, it really is. And that Solitaire Battle Pass. Oh, dude, I can't wait. Imagine if there was. Do the cards go crazy when you win? That's the only no, one. No, I, I have like. that turned off. Oh, it's too intensive. Dude. There's no ray tracing. I don't want it. That's the best part. <laughs> That's the payoff. That's literally the payoff for winning. Oh my god. No, the pay the payoff is the Ding, ding. sound that you get the payoff is the what did the a say respect and gratitude i don't know what yeah. the fuck? but no i've been playing call of duty i played some deep rock um but last week after finishing two games starting and finishing two games this week i didn't do yeah. any of that oh 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 a lot of vampire survivors the last two nights yeah i need to get back on that mostly because you were like you want to play a game and i was like sure and then we played a game and then you were like i'm going to bed i was like great i should do something Maybe I'll just play Vampire Survivors there and then go, Solitaire dude. and then go to sleep. Suck so. in, dude. Yeah. Brandon, you're up next. Cool. Uh, finish Neon White. Yeah. Oh, holy shit, man. I talked a lot about this game last week, um, so I'm not going to uh, spend too much time on this, but um, this would have easily been in my top three last year. Um, without any question. And if a game like God of War Ragnarok wouldn't have come out last year, it would have been my number two. Mm. Easily. Easily. Um, I was not expecting to like this game as much as I did. Um, a lot of the story of this game can be perceived as kind of like cheesy or cringy at points, but by the end... Um, if you really dig into it, I actually kind of was feeling things. Um, yeah. You know, the character development was really interesting. I felt like I had spent all this time with a team. Um, and yeah, I just think this will be a game that I never forget, to be completely honest with you. And I was not expecting that whatsoever. Um, 25 hours, <laughs> roughly, it took me. But man, I, uh, I'm going to have to play this again sometime. Yeah. For sure. Did you go do all the challenges and try to beat times and stuff like that? So I got platinum rank or whatever the greenish teal is on every single challenge. Um, I said this last week, but there is a, a, 
a rank above that, it's like reddish. Um, I haven't done any of that, but I collected all the presents. So I did every single bit of story in the whole game Yeah. Um, and collected everything. So that's also really satisfying to just completely 100% a game. Sure. Um, someone, I've been seeing this a lot around the internet, but like this is the game that makes you feel like you're a speedrunner. Mm, yeah, even when you're not. Even when you're not. Yeah. And that is... As someone who has very deeply enjoyed speedrunning for the good portion of my life. Watching it, not doing it. Yeah, yeah. So do you do Do you speedrun? No, no, no. Okay. I don't do it. And that's why I'm saying it's so yeah. cool to feel like you're a part. You're not. Right. You're not. I mean, yeah. I've seen people speedrun Neon White. It's unfathomable. It took me over 20 hours and I saw someone do it in 25 minutes. Yeah. The whole game. Yeah. But um, this game is so cool. Please check it out. Um, even if you're slightly interested, just watch some videos on it. Playing it really is the only way to experience it, though. Yeah. Uh, and I would heavily, heavily suggest to anybody who is considering playing it, if you have no other way to play it other than on a controller of some sort or Switch, fine. This game should be played on mouse and keyboard. Yeah. And as someone who's played on controller for years and years and years, it's kind of blasphemous for me to say that, but... One of us. One of us. <laughs> there is... There is no other way to play this. So I said I wasn't going to spend a long time. I spent a long time. It's a great game. Please play it. Um, kind of in a little bit of a lull after I beat that. I felt kind of depressed, to be honest with you, because I, I I was so high, right? Yeah. And then I beat something and I didn't know what to do. But I found this game. Dustin suggested it to me. I remember seeing previews about this game. Have you guys heard of a game called Super Luminal? I think they reviewed it. No. No. Holy shit, guys. One of us, somebody on our team reviewed it. I don't super know. short from what I understand. Oh, super liminal. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Super I, liminal? Yeah, yeah, I do. Luminal, liminal. Uh, insane puzzle game. So incredibly heavily inspired by Portal, which is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, it has the room-to-room the -room feel of Portal. It has the quippy uh, intercom voice, just like, uh, uh, just like Portal, but... Uh, this game tackles puzzles in such a unique way. Um, I've played games like Marquette, 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 Marquette from Annapurna. This blows it out of the water yeah. instantly. Um, the way they do puzzles in this game and the way they do perspective is unlike any game I've ever seen. Um, and it really bends your mind in such a way that it's so intriguing for me that I've played so many hours of video games, maybe not all the puzzle games, but you know, I'm setting out to complete some of my resolutions and I'm trying this really awesome puzzle game and I'm loving it so far. Man. Does it make you feel stupid? Yes. It made me feel stupid. I'm telling you, one time I looked over to Lauren and I was like, there's literally nothing in this room. How the <laughs> fuck do I do this puzzle? <laughs> I looked over. I'm, I'm like, am I tripping? Am I actually tripping? There's two buttons and I have to stand on both of them at once. What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, I figured it out. There was a sign hanging from the wall that looked like... Any anyway. Yeah. Check this game out. Um, if you like puzzle games, uh, the way this game presents itself to you is so stylish and wonderful. Um, and the way it's handling perspective is so interesting. It's almost like one of those... Do you guys know those like tiny rooms where you look down a hallway and it looks like a whole hall, uh -huh. but when you walk to the end of the room, it's a little tiny door and it's perspective? Yeah. Imagine that, but like in some of the craziest ways I've never seen in a first-person video game. That's just one little example. It's so cool. Um, I'm hyped to play it some more. But... I'm going to have to go back to it because I think when Dave or whoever it was that reviewed it, I think I jumped in for a little bit because we had access, but 
I didn't actually play it. I it, just wanted to see it. And it doesn't, it really doesn't hold your hand. I mean, like yeah. it's, it's truly a puzzle game. I'm, I shit you not a couple times. I'm like, I haven't looked anything up about the game yet because I really want to dig deep into this and I figured it out everything so far, but um, definitely check it out. It's, it's so short too. I think it's probably like literally a couple hours long. Well, it just depends on how good you are at puzzles. Well, exactly. I'm not, but uh, yeah, that's it. Cool. That's it, man. Um, Looking for suggestions. I'm thinking about Devil May Cry 5, but I I literally downloaded it last night. Really? Yeah. I haven't decided when I'm going to play it yet, but I downloaded it. Well, I didn't. I have it physically because I got it for $2 at Walmart on clearance. dude. And uh, I popped it in and let it load or whatever. I haven't actually played it yet. So, Dave, tell me this. You played the Devil May Cry. Did you play five? No, I got to. Um, I did one, two, and three last year, and I stopped there. Not okay. saying I, I, um, I won't play more, but uh, I just kind of paused on it. So, so I'm not going to play the old ones. But I think the reason I haven't checked out this game, even though it's been suggested to me so many times, is because I have the thing where I feel like I'm jumping into the fifth iteration of a series because I am. Right. Um, and so I know. Media typically is pretty forgiving in that sense. Maybe you'll miss out on some stuff, but I guess since you haven't played up until five, you can't really tell me whether you think that will be a super big hindrance or right. Right. Maybe someone in the discord has played all the devil may cries. I've talked about it before. I've had people recommend it to me on the discord before, but I think I might actually finally buy it now that I'm kind of in a lull. So we'll yeah, see. Go for it. Five is it? the five is the one that came out most recently correct yes yes and there okay. was a ps5 update for it and everything so i, did, I, I don't think i have it oh, okay yeah i did kind of look into that and i think you can jump in and um you won't be too lost it is good to kind of know who dante is and who virgil is and why they're so angry at each other but yeah i think i think you'll be fine i think you'll be fine. i could just watch like a super cut or something honestly. yeah yeah so yeah that's it guys david you're me. up yeah, uh, can confirm. I did do a super liminal review December 10th, 2019. Okay. And did we did that... a video review. I think Dustin uh, helped me out with that. But uh, yeah. Um, I have nothing new that I've been playing. I've I've only been playing um, NHL 23, Marvel Snap, and Cyberpunk. Um, I do kind of want to do a bit of a poor post-mortem on on cyberpunk just because it's such an interesting game not just because it's cyberpunk but just playing it like two years after the fallout of its release is it's kind of interesting to look back at um i'm literally just about to start the last mission i've done like a lot of side stuff i've um yeah anyways it's 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 kind of obvious now from like this hindsight point to see um, why everything happened the way it did. Just because like I'm realizing now that cyberpunk was such an ambitious game. Um, I look at like all the different kind of elements that are in it. Like it is a first person shooter. It is a stealth game. It is like a deus ex style open um access sort of mission structure game it's a full open world game it's a game with um a huge emphasis on narrative and world building and characters and stuff and i yeah i just having played it and 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 seeing how all these things were kind of crammed into one thing 
I'm realizing now that like it really shouldn't have been a surprise that this was. I don't want to say this was too much for pre- CD Projekt Red, but um, yeah. I don't know. There's just so much going on. I think about like, I really like cyberpunk and I'm going to remember this game for a long time. Uh, what I like most about it is its story, its characters, its production value is just absolutely top, top notch. Like everybody has something interesting to say and an interesting story to tell. And, you know, there was a lot of publicity around, um, um, Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. uh, and Johnny Silverhand is a really interesting character, but like, I think Keanu Reeves as like someone in the game is one of the weaker points. And that's not necessarily too much against him. I've always found him to be a bit of a corny actor, but that's more of like a testament to the other performances that are in the game. Um, So like I'm doing a lot of side content, not so much because I want to play more of the game or I want to get new weapons or I want to like shoot stuff and all that it's because i'm interested to know what happens with these people and like where things go and stuff like that because it's just so well written with that said like as a shooter it's it's fine as a stealth game it's fine uh i did have a lot more fun with deus ex and i'm just gonna say it i had a lot more fun with watchdogs um and i bring up watchdogs because this game was very you know watchdogs is a ubisoft punching bag just like a lot of their franchises are but there's a lot of elements in that game that would not be there without watchdogs um so you know the driving is fine the the open world is great and stuff and again i really really like this game but just there's so many elements about it that are just kind of like good but it you know Witcher kind of focused in on like really, really cool combat and really, really good story. And I, I, I just kind of feel like standing back and looking at this game that Cyberpunk just tried to do way too much. Um, but I still really like it. Um, it's a good game. I'm, I'm going to remember it for a long time. I want to play more after I kind of complete the campaign. Um, just cause again, there's, there's, there's things I want to see through. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Sorry, I, I went a little long on a game. No, I've talked fun. about it a few times, but I one of your one of your resolutions is to get platinums. Is this a platinum contender? Because what I understand, that's very you got to actually plan it out. Um, no, no. I um I am planning my ending a little bit. Like yeah. I I did a bit of reading to kind of see. Um, like I haven't spoiled anything for myself, but. I, I don't want a bad ending. I've I've made sure I've tied up certain loose ends before I go into that last mission, but uh, I know for the Platinum, you literally have to do everything, and right. I'm keen to move on to, to something else, so yeah. um, this will not be uh, one of my Platinums, but yeah. Well, you know what? One of the games I've been thinking about a lot, and I I think I want to Platinum it, but I almost think it, it might be too easy for me to count towards that sort of goal, I did say as a stretch goal, it would be like three or four platinum. So maybe if I get this one first, I can um, stretch it out to that three or four. But Ratchet and Clank um, oh, yeah. ripped a fart because apparently that game, like it's, I, I think Power Picks had it like a two or three out of ten for platinums, and it's really, it's really literally yeah, good in the first playthrough. But I yeah. really want to play that game. So. so just so you know, Dave, it does require a second playthrough. But you don't have to play through the whole whole game. I think I started my second playthrough and played for about ten minutes and got this got the final thing I needed. Right. So yeah, there's like a single trophy that's tied behind one enemy type, and there's like one shy 
that you encounter within like the first 20 or 30 minutes. Right. So, so yeah. that's a game where I think like if you can play through it pretty much once and as long as you're careful and, you know, kind of do a bit of exploration, like that's a platinum. Yeah. Right. Cyberpunk to me is a game that like for me, I would have to play that game until I was completely sick of it in order yeah. to get the platinum. And I just, right. I don't want to do that. So. Yeah, absolutely. It takes the enjoyment out of yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all we got. Don't forget to join the Patreon over at patreon.com slash hands of phantom. Dollar a month. We appreciate it. And the Discord, of course, hands of phantom.com slash Discord. Hop on in. Enjoy the ride. Brandon, will you be looking at um, Atomic Heart Rule 34 subreddit if that exists tonight? I won't tell. Okay. Hey, remember, man, sharing is caring. You know the answer to that, Ben. Dave already <laughs> did during the show. So I just, you know, just curious. Glad we're all here. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. The HP Podcast is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. Thanks to our producers, Grabalicious, Christian Snow, Rainick, Chris Bylock, Derek O, Nuke Dukum, Brian Parrott, Htrons, Maurice Bays, Passive Pixels, Edwin Castillo, Boots, Poot, Jared, Josh Cummings, Edward Walton, Charles Peterson, Toby Ryland, Wormhats.